Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Dichotomies are everywhere, friends. It's crazy. I was at the grocery store yesterday, and, you know, I've been reading and watching the news, and I don't think they know enough for my comfort with this COVID stuff, this Delta variant. I am fully vaccinated. I have been since, I don't know, February. It was offered to me. The opportunity presented itself. I took it. My mom got vaccinated early on. um, And she was my biggest concern because she's in her 80s. So, you know, I did it. And, you know, but they don't know enough about COVID. So, yes, while, while we still can still contract it and we might not die from it, I don't want a virus. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to. Ha- I don't want it. So because there's there's, you know, this mystery, like, who knows? We don't know. Someone who's been vaccinated could probably still die from COVID. So stop playing. So anyway, I was at the grocery store and uh, Whole Foods, mind you, because um, that's where I shop. If you if you know me, you know you're either going to pay for food or medicine. So I tend to shop at a multitude of stores and get uh, a few of my must-haves at Whole Foods. I'm not apologizing or over-explaining, just letting you know I go to Whole Foods. So I'm in the line, so I'm telling you this because you would guess that they'd be into health and enlightenment too, some of the people. Well, this lady was all up on me in a checkout. And seemed to resent that I was social distancing. She seemed to resent that I had on a mask. She seemed to resent that I wouldn't uh, put my stuff on the conveyor belt at the same time as the other people in front of me. I mean, she was real aggressive. And I even looked at her like, you know, what is your deal? And so she didn't have on a mask and she was real kind of hostile. And uh, I was thinking, these people, you know... I'm not as I'm going to make an assumption that she was hostile because uh, I had on a mask and she, you know, was kind of huffy and scoffy (laughs) because, you know, she was over the virus or didn't believe in the virus or whatever. And it's fine. I, I get that part of it. But it's like, do you read? Are you paying attention? Because what's going to happen is. Someone's going to get really, really violently ill. They've been vaccinated and then they're going to try to figure out how to uh, reenact public safety. And I don't know, our our governor never did a thing. And all of those people he never uh, encouraged to get vaccinated, a good chunk of them are, you know, dying. Uh, rural Missouri is one of the bigger hotspots for COVID-19, the Delta variant. I mean, in Springfield, it is uh, almost like it it was last year. I don't think they ever even really, uh, well, I think they had a peak. I was reading an article where they peaked and now this is worse than that. And because you got so many people who refuse to get vaccinated. And I mean, that is such a petulant American thing to do. You know, oh, I'll shun the vaccine. So people rush to get the vaccine out. Enough people have, have, it's been proven that enough people get vaccinated, we can eradicate this thing. And Americans just be like, nah, I'm not, I don't, I ain't doing all that. I ain't finna put nothing in my body. And listen, it's not just Trumpers. 
It's these uh, people in, in, in your hood. Go to the hood in your city and you'll see that they've been maskless and not trying to get no <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> and I don't understand it. I don't want to die from this shit. You know what I mean? I came here to do things. I have a mission and um, COVID is not going to keep me from it. So I don't get it. If you have an opportunity to get vaccinated, please go get vaccinated. It just makes sense. You know, at this point, do you want to live another two, three years, you know, half working, half the economy shut down, half? Because that's what's going to happen. They're going to have to. And I am appalled, really, that. So government to me is is in existence for the big ticket items. COVID is a big ticket item. I don't need the government in my life for other reasons. But when something major happens, the government should be involved. And early on, the messaging from Biden was great because we hadn't had any messaging about COVID from from Trump. And so, you know, even though Trump went and got the vaccine as soon as it was available, he made sure his constituents felt like they didn't have to get it. And he incited a riot and all this stuff. Great. Trump's a, a menace. But then you've got Biden, who was early on, but we missed our deadline. We did not hit that target for 4th of July. And I don't think anyone is ringing the alarm like they should on this Delta variant. And I get it. People are burned out. They don't want to hear about COVID. But guess what? You're not a child. You're not 16 and no one's trying to take your car keys away. This is serious. And if you've known someone who's died from it, it's really serious. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) I just don't get it. And like this lady was huffy and had an attitude. And uh, maybe it was because I was black. I don't know. But I doubt it. I don't care. I don't, I normally don't care about huffy people, but I really honestly feel like it was because I had on a mask. Um, And I'm, and I'm black, but that's even more ignorant because black people are dying at a higher rate naturally because we always do. Um, because, you know, they didn't they didn't get vaccinated in St. Louis. Uh, uh, the Delta variant is ravaged, ravaging uh, our community and the black community because many people didn't get uh, the vaccine. You know, so anyway, I find and I just find the whole coverage around the var- Delta variant the way people are talking about the way the news is covering it, the way no one's really talking about it, the way people are still being goofy with the masks. Uh, people don't want to um, go back because it's warm and it's nice outside and I don't, I don't feel like having a virus. Okay. Okay. Natural selection is seriously taking effect now. Maybe not in the first wave, you know, but this wave has all been people making certain choices so yeah fascinating dichotomies abound the other dichotomy i was thinking of is uh you know st louis has had a ton of violence uh it's just exploded in the last couple of years here uh normally quiet neighborhoods like mine have exploded in gunfire it's been terrifying and um you know no one's gonna put out teddy bears. No one's going to march. No one's going to be angry. You know, 99% of 
black people who get murdered are murdered by another black person. And almost nobody seems to care unless you're the victim's family or, or you know the victim. Uh, no, there's no marches. There's no protests. If a police officer isn't involved, no one seems to care. And I don't understand that. It's infuriating and insulting because almost every day someone's getting shot at or shot by or killed by another black person and it just doesn't seem to matter in fact i think even cases where the if the officer is black do you know how insulting it is to watch this country bend over backwards to make everything about racism everything's racism everything's racist and it's not so you know you if if it's not about racism, people just don't fucking care. If John Legend doesn't come to town to talk about it, or if LeBron doesn't tweet about it, or you know, you're not a fucking activist if you're waiting for these stars to tell you when to be mad. This is infuri we are slaughtering our ourselves into extinction and no one seems to care. And that's a dichotomy to me as well, because if a police officer is involved in it then it's the end of days. You do realize people are still getting killed at Canfield Green where Mike Brown was shot, right? You still realize that. Maybe you don't because there's no news trucks and there's no protests and there's no memorials and there's no marches. There's nothing. But black people are still dying. Black men are dying. But if it's at the hands of another young black man, they don't care. And I don't understand that. So I'm, you know, I'm annoyed at the huffy lady with me in the mask at the Whole Foods. And maybe you're just rude all the time or aggressive or whatever your thing was, lady. But, you know, you need to get over that and be more pleasant because life is short. And you know what? Black people, this is for you. We are killing each other into extinction. We are shooting each other at these rapid, crazy rates, our young men are from 16 to 25. Uh, we are cutting a swath into our own existence. And you all don't seem to give a damn about it. And that's terrifying. But if a white person were to start slaughtering us at this rate, then it'd be news. Then you'd be mad. Then you'd want to talk about it. Well... I'm telling you to talk about it now because it's fucked up and your daughters aren't going to have anybody to marry. There's not going to be anybody <laughs> in a certain age group left. And the fact that nobody talks about it on any real, this is a crisis. This is a crisis and an epidemic and black on black violence is just at a, at, I don't know, maybe I'm just becoming aware of it. So I can't say it's at an all time high. But it's high and it's disturbing. And I live in a city that was an epicenter, right? I lived here during Ferguson and I'm Ferguson adjacent. And it was unsettling. It really was. It was like being in Fallujah, you know, uh, not so much in my actual neighborhood, but I c it was close. And we had a heavy, heavy, heavy police presence and not in a comforting way, you know, like, you know, don't let shit pop off kind of way. You know, and I just I just don't get it. I really don't get it. What moves your needle? How are you not concerned? Ugh. It just 
I don't know. I know that's not happy talk. I'm sorry. I, I just, that really just, it really makes me sad. And I know we can do better. We deserve better. And it, as long as black people keep waiting for everybody to fix our problems and these crazy liberals are more racist than it, than the Klan. They're, they're worse. At least if you're in the Klan, I know you're racist. And racism and racist is defined as believing you're superior based off of your race. That's what racism is. A lot of the stuff you all think is racism isn't. It's prejudice. It's bias. It's a lot of other things. It's classism. But actual racism means I believe I'm superior to you based off of my race solely. You know, and these people who are grinning in our faces talking about they're helping us. They also think we're too stupid to help ourselves. That's racist. Malcolm X was on it. Google it. Malcolm X and and liberals. Listen, I don't know what the solutions are. I present the questions, though. And I try to make people look at things in a different way. I don't know what the answer is, but the answers that we've come up with right now ain't working. And we need to figure out how to get these young men to stop killing each other. Every day, the self-loathing alone, you know, and just because you think it's not happening in your neighborhood, guess what? It's creeping into all of our neighborhoods. These young people are feeling emboldened and neglected and they are reckless and wild. I know in St. Louis, you can get shot anywhere. They're going out to the nicest mall. They like to go to the nice mall, too. But that ain't stopping them from carrying their guns in there and and, and having situations in the in the the nicest malls in town. You know, just it's not other people's problems anymore. It's a it's a community's problem. It's all of our problems, and we all of our problems, and we need to figure out how to fix it. Ugh. Anyway, that's it for me today. Have a very, very busy day. I hope everything goes well for you guys. Please be safe. Really be safe and be smart. Listen, I don't trust all that we're hearing. Please wear your mask if you can. Wash your hands all the time. Stay distant from people because I think a lot of these people who are not wearing masks are people who never wanted to wear a mask in the first place. They're not vaccinated. Don't go rushing up to be in a bunch of groups with these people. You, We don't know enough We won't know probably for years how this is really affecting us. And what I think is really crazy is nobody talks about it, but there are long-term effects. I'll use football because I love football. Cam Newton was a very competitive football player for the New England Patriots before he got COVID. He was not after he had COVID. He was in all of those games. He kept them close. They were fun to watch. After COVID... He was not the same guy. And I don't think people, I think people are so ready to write Cam off and say he's washed up that they don't really give it enough credit. I would be curious to know if he noticed the difference in his health, not from just a football perspective, but, you know, I I think there are long-term effects from this. And, you know, we've just been too glib and too nonchalant about it because that's what we do, you know, so be careful for real. Be careful. If it can take Cam Newton out of football, it can do anything, right? Because you're not even in the shape he in. I've watched his workout videos. So be careful. Be safe. Be smart. Let's bring it back. 
Justin brought sexy back. Let's bring smartness back. (laughs) Jesus. All right, people. Please, 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 please be your best.